episode 180 of Manage the Wild. I'm Nick Madsen. I've recently uh, been thinking about the changing of the seasons. As we get into August, there is starting to be, you know, a switching of the seasons. I know we're just barely into August. And you don't want to say summer is ending, but my wife's a teacher and she's already back in her classroom getting ready for school to start. And for me, when uh, she goes back to school, that's kind of the beginning of fall. And in August, we start getting these late monsoonal rains that are so important, kind of helps that green up, pop back up again, give these mule deer and elk and moose and different things, uh, different species, some some green up to help them put on that last bit of fat they need before the winter time. And so I start thinking about the migrations and the different things that were that are going on. So I started studying foraging ecology and it's talking about the movement of these animals as they are foraging and the different places they're moving to to help them get the best forage available as they're moving from their summer range to that fall winter area as they some of these guys will start very long migration routes Others will only be a few miles, depending on where they're at. And I came across a study that talked about the seasonal foraging ecology of prey species intermixed with predators such as cougars that takes place in uh, southern Yellowstone. And there are multiple species that are moving through this area. Let's see if we can find them. So in this area of southern Yellowstone, they got bighorn, deer, elk, moose, pronghorn, and a bunch of small uh, different prey, such as grouse, turkeys, cottontails, those different type of things. And what they were researchers were doing was looking at whether these cougars are moving with these prey species, or are they non-migratory? And if they're non-migratory and they're, are they sticking to one species, or are they prey switching? Because their research has been shown that it does take a little bit of time for these predators to get a new sight picture. Uh, it kind of reminds me of when uh, we were we would be goose hunting or duck hunting, and my my family was they were only goose hunters. We never went after ducks, but as you went throughout the day and no shots were fired because no geese were in the area. <laughs> It took us a little bit of time, and then we would start switching to ducks because there was nothing else to go after. And so it takes these predators a little bit of time to switch. And so these researchers were looking at whether they were sticking to one species or were they spreading it out. And the reality is they were spreading it out quite a bit. They did have their their favorite species, uh, and actually, in the summertime, it was uh, not necessarily about species, but it was about age. They were targeting the younger animals, the calves and the fawns. Obviously, they're dumber, and they put up less of a fight. And then, as the wintertime came, they started to take more and more mature adults. But that also makes sense, too, because these animals uh, are now maturing and they're getting bigger and they're growing and so you're obviously going to be targeting older older animals than the fawns and the yearlings but what they found is they were uh, targeting just about anything that came through their area oftentimes these uh, areas that they are in these cougars the the drainages are not that large they they 
roughly stay in an area uh, pretty tight unless they're pushed out by pressure. There was uh, one female cougar that we collared and after talking to the biologist found out that she moved from northern Utah all the way out to Cody, Wyoming as she kept looking for areas that would be good for her to start up her uh, family and she would just get pushed out further and further and then she started she got all the way out to Cody and then started to work her way back but these cats uh, as long as they're not pressured and pushed they they should stay pretty tight in an area and uh, what they're doing as these multiple prey species are moving through they're just being targeted for availability it's not they're not one being more targeted than the other now the the challenges that i see me personally see with with this study coming out is is all of those uh anti-cougar people out there who just want to kill cougars because cougars are killing all the deer if you have migrational deer which we mule deer which we all do then they're not being constantly hunted by the same. Now the ag guys have a, a a different a different complaint. I'm not saying that cougars don't kill sheep because we all know they do, but it's different because the the cougar or the ag guys with their sheep, they'll leave their sheep in certain drainages for a couple of weeks and then move them to another area. And if you have it in a drainage with a, an active cougar. Uh, a female that's trying to feed kittens, then then you're going to lose some sheep. Or you've got that big male out there that's constantly looking for feed. And then the amount of other predator species, coyotes and badgers, whatnot, there are going to be feeding on that carcass as well. So the ag guys have a different complaint, but when you're talking about mule deer and cougars, uh, it's going to be harder to identify them as the culprit for uh, as a limiting factor that cougars as long as these species are migrating through to an area that cougars aren't going to have the amount of damage that we say they do and oftentimes it's going to be the cause of something else did we put uh, a highway on their migration route did we put a subdivision in an area in their fawning grounds or a supermarket because I know all those things are being done around us. More of the limiting factor on these prey species are going to be habitat loss, cars, those type of things. And so uh, I, I think it's kind of interesting that this is the conclusion. It's kind of what I expected. But the other important thing, though, is to note that this is only for southern Yellowstone area that each study, each area that you have some concerns about uh, a prey species, whether it's mule deer, elk, or moose, or bighorn sheep, you have to do more studies in those areas to find out because there have been studies shown that cougars are a limiting factor on certain bighorn populations, depending on the area, because there's not a whole lot of other prey available. And so these cougars are 90% of their diet is coming from bighorn. And so if you can get rid of the disease, then you can start focusing on the predators. Oftentimes they have to reduce the predators and then start focusing on the disease. But there's not much you can do with the disease. So each area is going to have its own issues, and you just need to do your studies to make sure 
but this is the way this one works out that cougars are staying pretty tight to their drainages and just targeting the animals as they are going through uh, more of a target of opportunity uh, i think there's a lot of people who think that they just find one mule deer or find one species and they just follow them and keep targeting them over and over and over again. And that's just not the case, at least not in this study. All right, you guys, have a great day. Stay wild.